the ornate details of the Pullman sleeping car blurred into a single, unfocused image. Tally Duncan stuck out her arm and felt around until she made contact with a wooden object that could support her until she balanced her uneven stance. Everything around her spun. The richly upholstered seats, the train platform visible through the windows, the entire Cohen family. She shuffled her feet until she stood in front of a seat. Lowering her body onto the chair, she averted her gaze from the disdained scowl of Mrs. Cohen. The stern lady had warned Tally that if these spells continued, her position as nanny would be compromised. Would this be the final time? Tally bowed her head and drew in three long, consecutive breaths. Why did these spells keep happening to her? They'd started not long after Gil had died, and had continued intermittently, striking her without warning. The first few she had dismissed as grief, but five months later they continued. The dizziness passed after several minutes. And when she lifted her head, Georgie, her youngest charge, tore from his mother and leaped to her side. Are you sick, Miss Duncan? The three-year-old looked at her with large brown eyes. His face still was round and plump, the last vestige of his infancy as he entered childhood. Her lips curved to smile. I'm fine, Georgie. For all she knew, that could have been a lie, but she didn't have the money to visit a doctor and find out for certain. Pooling all her strength, she stood to her feet, a little wobbly, but steady enough. We're behind schedule. Mrs. Cohen's brows knitted to a severe line. Mr. Cohen and Alistair have gone on to secure a carriage. It would be rude of us to keep them waiting. I'm sorry for any inconvenience I've caused. Tally doubted that the few minutes she sat until steady would negatively impact Mr. Cohen. However, she needed this job, so did her best to appease her boss. And while Mr. Cohen was the person who paid her, Mrs. Cohen undeniably was the person in charge. Once we settle in our hotel, we will discuss this matter further. Mrs. Cohen's skirts swished as she swept down the aisle of the train car. She didn't once look to see if her son or Tally followed. Of course, she wouldn't. The matriarch of the family couldn't be bothered with her son or hired help. It was what gave Tally hope that she wouldn't be dismissed from the Cohen's employment because of her episodes, as Mrs. Cohen called them. Georgie and Alistair's mother didn't have innate maternal instincts like most mothers possessed. She saw her sons as a nuisance and couldn't handle five minutes alone with them, thus providing a measure of employment security for Tally as long as she performed her duties. Tally's heart ached for Alistair and Georgie. The two boys were darling, even if they did have some rapscallion tendencies. After accepting the position as their nanny, she discovered she was the first caretaker they hadn't scared off within a week. To the boys' dismay, it would take more than snakes and mud to make her leave. Once the boys had realized that, they settled down. After a month of being under her care, They'd given up their battles and decided to allow her into their secret world of make-believe. Alistair and Georgie had vivid imaginations to complement their keen intelligence. Between their school lessons, they'd had marvelous times of hunting down hidden treasures and chasing animals in exotic places she'd only read about in the books at the orphanage where she'd grown up. 
Tally only wished they didn't understand their mother's aloofness toward them. When the Coens had approached her last month to inquire if she'd be willing to move west with them, she'd eagerly accept it, for the boys' sake and hers. She cared for them deeply, almost as though they were her own children. They filled the void, the hole in her heart, left by Gill's sudden death. She cut off her thoughts before she traveled too far to Gill. He was gone, and that was that. There was no bringing him back, no happy, long life together. All she had left of him were her memories. From the corner of her eye, Tally caught a glimpse of Mrs. Cohen standing outside the train, arms crossed. Oh, no. Grabbing Georgie's hand, she whisked him down the aisle and off the train. Mrs. Cohen's chest heaved with a dramatic huff. Wool-gathering again, Miss Duncan?' 